Welcome to The Wedding Edit, a wedding planning podcast for the modern couple. Today we're talking about how to create a mood board for your wedding. And we have Kelly, who is a stylist, who's going to be talking us all things, creating a mood board. Um, my favourite part of my job. <laughs> it's nice because it's so visual. Yeah, it's so Love much it. fun. It's the best part is looking for inspo. So, Kelly, as a stylist, can you tell us why should a couple make a wedding mood board? Yeah, good question. It's um, probably something a lot of couples think they don't need, mm-hmm. um, but I think personally it's great to have a mood board just to make sure that all of your suppliers understand your vision. They understand the overall look you want for your day and then everything is cohesive. So, you know, when you think about if you share your mood board with your stationery supplier, your florist, even if it's if you don't have a stylist but you have your venue coordinator setting up, they can sort of get a feel for how you want things to look on the day. So it makes sure everything's cohesive and also you can share it with your photographer if, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the images are the style that you like as well. Mm-hmm. So our first tip is to discuss themes, ideas, colours with your partner because obviously it's two people coming together to get married and two people might have different ideas but uh, it's good to get onto like the same page and, and to discuss all the things that you might like and to, yeah, I suppose to get around some images and stuff that you both like so that you can look at what you're both kind of gravitating towards as well. Yeah, definitely. And then the next step I would say is get straight onto Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have Pinterest, set up an account. It's free. It's amazing. Um, the reason that I love Pinterest, like Instagram's fantastic as well, but the best thing about Pinterest is that you can, I mean, you can use Pinterest as a tool to create your mood board. So you don't even need to then create a mood board in a separate app if you don't want to, if you don't have mm-hmm. the time, you can just use Pinterest as your mood yeah. board. And I guess the beauty of Pinterest is that, you know, without doing a whole <laughs> thing about Pinterest, um, you can like when you go into Pinterest and you find an image that you like, it's like a rabbit warren of it then suggests similar images and you can yeah. spend hours just trolling through and Pinterest like can pick up on an image and go, oh, here's another 50 images yeah. similar to that. So if you really like a bouquet, a wedding bouquet or a table setting, if you go into that image and then scroll down, you can pin that image onto your board but then you can also go through all similar images and you can just start to find actual events and weddings that you really like and that might be anywhere on the internet um, because it can pick up, you know, images from blogs and websites and, yeah all over the place. So mm-hmm. that's what I love about Pinterest. You can also, I would also suggest using Instagram. Mm-hmm. So when you're gathering, I guess the, this second point, just to make it clear what I'm banging on about, is gather your inspiration images. So mm-hmm. yeah, using Pinterest, using Instagram, just looking at wedding blogs. If you are struggling to find um, like a good quality image that you want to pin, you can even upload an image that you like to Google Images and search like, for example, if you find an image of, I don't know, candles that you really like on a table setting, um, you can upload that image if you want to find more pictures of that particular event but you don't know where to look. You might see an image on Pinterest 
of a table setting and you might think, oh, I really want to see the rest of that wedding, but where can I find the rest of that wedding? I want to see the whole gallery because I wonder what the bouquet looks like. I wonder what, you know, other elements looks like. So a little secret that I use is if I can't find other images of that wedding on Pinterest, for example, I will save that image and then I'll go into Google Images and I'll upload that image and then sometimes, not every time, but sometimes it will show me a whole bunch of um, locations online where that image is and then I might find the actual whole wedding gallery on a photographer's website. So I have my... (laughs) There's a secret for you guys. <laughs> I don't give away those tips too often, but there's one. <laughs> so after researching, you want to choose your favorite images from your research. So if you're on Pinterest, you can, if you have like a Pinterest board, like for your wedding board, uh, what you can do is you can actually favorite your images on there and then you can filter them so that you can look at just your favorite images, which is really good because I think it helps you to narrow down your selections of what you're kind of being drawn to as well because, yeah, it's so hard looking at so many different images. Uh, Like you could like flowers of all different styles. It's confusing. It can be. It can be very overwhelming. And I think that if you do favourite your images, like a a consistent like look comes through. Yeah. And it like you'll be able to see what you're more drawn towards, like if it's blue and white flowers or if it's like a peachy yeah. kind of vibe. So it definitely helps because then if you know what you're drawn to, if you start mm-hmm. to narrow that down into your favorite images, you can sort of go, yeah, okay, I definitely like that colour napkin or I definitely yeah. like, you know, this particular bouquet. Yeah. Um, you can even add notes into Pinterest. Um, I think when you pin something and say this is, you know, and that's if you're maybe working with a stylist or a florist, you could create a flower board. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be a floral mood board that you're creating for your florist and you could put notes in to say like, I like, you know, the structure of this bouquet but I don't really like the colours. Yeah. So you can sort of use it to guide your florist as well. Yeah. Or stationery supplier, however you want to do it. Mm. So then once you've, you know, favourited, narrowed down your favourite images, the next thing to do to create your wedding mood board would be to make sure you've got an image from each category. So have you got a wedding bouquet or a favourite bouquet? Have you got a favourite welcome sign, a favourite menu, a favourite table setting, floral table flowers, you know, all that sort of stuff? Um, have you got a ceremony backdrop that you like? So just think about all the different categories, lighting, you know, all that sort of stuff and even bar, cocktail furniture, if that's something Mm. important to you. So you can really sort of go through each category visually and make sure you've got something from every category. It's not necessary to have like something from every category, but it does really build that mood board and make it complete. So uh, I don't often put, you know, a wedding gown on mood boards, but if I feel like it needs to be on there, I'll do that. But I often don't do that because, well, for one, if it's, you know, a couple where the it's a bride and she's wearing a gown, she might not want the groom to see her favourite gown. So mm, Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's the kind of – so I might just use like images of flowers and stationery and, you know, those types of things. So the next thing to do for creating your wedding mood board is to put all of these images into Canva or another program called Mural, which you can find online. So I do recommend using the desktop version of both of these. You can get an app for Canva. I'm not sure about Mural, but um, I know that it 
is like I find it, it's a lot easier to use Canva on desktop personally. Yeah. Uh, it's just easier to put things in, like draw things. Yeah. And also I think as well the images are a bit more high res when you use them directly in Canva on desktop versus the app oh, as well. I didn't know that. Yeah. Little secret photography tip. <laughs> yeah, so I don't do my mood boards in Canva. Mm-hmm. I use um, InDesign. InDesign, which is probably not something for beginners not very user friendly is <laughs> and it? you have to pay you have to pay a lot for yeah. it so um yeah it's probably better it's for professionals just, yeah. <laughs> if you're just doing it for yourself um you can use canva mm-hmm. i mean you can even use this is going to sound ridiculous but you could even just use um pinterest yeah really you can just have your pinterest board share it with your suppliers you can save color palettes in there or you can even your phone like this is real really basic but if you saved like all your favorite images Mm -hmm. sort of in your phone there you could just screenshot them and be like here's my mood board you know that's yeah so true it doesn't have to be professional and aesthetically you know perfect Mm. i've had couples give me like pdfs before with you know locations that they wanted to shoot at or uh you could probably even use word Oh, you could yeah. dump your images in Word if you yeah. want to be like, yeah, yeah I would publisher. twitch if I saw a mood board in Word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Only if I did it in Word. Mm-hmm. That would be super unprofessional. But, yeah. And then the other thing that you would need to do is make sure that you have selected your colour palette. So yeah. there are some tools you can use to create colour palettes or um, you can use the eyedropper tool in Canva. Yeah. Um, if you really... If you're a basic bitch, no, (laughs) you don't have to use Canva. You could um, just go on Pinterest and look up, you know, peach, white and green colour palette. Yeah, that's true. It'll come up. Pin your favourite colour palette, you know, if you want to be really (laughs) basic and simple (laughs) with your mood board. That sounded so mean but I'm like, you know. So our last tip for creating your mood board is to share your mood board then with all of the people that need to see it. So these people might be uh, your vendors and your wedding party, your partner, obviously, parents. Yeah, who else, Kelly? Well, I mean, mainly I would share with vendors. Yeah. Um, and specifically, like your musicians wouldn't need to see it. You know, no, that's I don't true. Think. Um, they might want to see it if they uh, have different setups that they do mm-hmm. with rugs and, you know, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, probably venue, event coordinator, event stylist, um, florist, stationery, photographer. Yeah. Hair and makeup if you have images of hair and makeup on there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably the key people I would share with. If you'd like to hear more tips about styling ideas for your wedding, then you can go to episode number 12 where we talk to the lovely Kelly from Found Collective. If you have any questions that you'd like us to answer, you can DM us on Instagram at theweddingedit underscore podcast or you can email us at contact at theweddingeditpodcast.com.au. Thank you for listening to The Wedding Edit. We'll chat to you guys soon.